Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wisp Sports Radio. The voice of women in sport. Hello, you're listening to Transcending Sport on Wisp Sports. I'm Chris Stafford, and here at Wisp Sports, we believe women in sport deserve equal coverage. Transcending Sport is the show where we feature organisations and individuals that contribute to furthering representation for girls and women in sport and the topics that transcend sport. My guest today is Anka Jess, who is the founder of She's for Sports, which is a Toronto-based digital and events platform for bringing women together to have a larger voice in sports through digital content and engaging events. The network represents a community of almost 3,000 and growing of passionate women and men who want to amplify and celebrate the contributions of women in sports. And for Anka, this has truly been a passion project that formed out of a conversation she had with friends that revealed that they didn't feel comfortable talking about sport, whether at home or at work. She also heard comments about the lack of diversity in sport, not just in the media, but also beyond the mainstream sports. So she took it upon herself to bring about a shift in perspectives by opening up the conversations for women across all sectors of sport. And as we will hear, the organisation is growing with its events and in participation. Enke, welcome to the programme. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited to explain to everybody what She's for Sport does because we share the same values as we have here at Wisp Sports to empower and activate women and support women and give them opportunities in sport. So let's talk a little bit about the background of She's for Sport, which is really your baby, isn't it? It is my baby. It's uh, definitely a passion project. And it started because I had really uh, interesting conversations with my colleagues at work and friends of mine who, um, you know, I've known for a, a long time. And, uh, you know, generally, after I was finished talking to them, a couple of things, uh, you know, remained very similar in the conversations that some of them did not feel comfortable talking about sports. Some felt they had to ask permission to engage in a sports conversation. I've had women tell me they were getting ready to go on a double date with another couple and their husbands would say, you know, stop, let me know what you're going to say about that baseball game last night before we go out because I don't want you to embarrass me. I've had women tell me that they've uh, been in the office, in the boardroom, their bosses are there, their bosses are talking to male colleagues about hockey and they wanted to jump in, but they just didn't feel like um, you know, they could jump into the conversation, give their opinion. Um, and the other side of it was um, friends telling me they didn't really see um, a diverse, um, you know, array of women in sports, in different sectors of sports being featured um, in mainstream um, news or mainstream sports. So there was definitely a gap there and an opportunity for Shoes for Sports to build this platform where we do feature women across uh, the various sectors in sports 
We touch on topics that uh, impact women like pay equity, lack of resources for some sports programs, and the list goes on. And we're also able to provide them with a, a safe space to talk about these things, whether it's on social media and uh, women want to chime in and give their opinions or raise an issue about women in sports, or at our events where we feature uh, women in sports and we um, allow our audience to have a Q&A, ask their questions and really network and engage with these women. Do you have a background then in sport? Were you an athlete? Are you still participating anchor in any sport? I played volleyball all the way up to just before university, and I really wish I had, um, you know, tried out for the the varsity team. Um, but there's so many studies out there now why women uh, and young girls drop out of sports, whether it's at puberty or you know when they transition to college and university, and the barriers and the peer pressure and you know different things happening um, as you're growing into who you are. Um, so sport is very important to me. Volleyball was always very important to me. If friends have a pickup volleyball recreational game um, in the summer, I'll definitely go out and play. But uh, volleyball is definitely um, something that I, I definitely have a, a passion for and loved growing up. And um, uh, hopefully we'll be able to, to join a recreational league soon. But volleyball is, is probably, I would say, my, my favorite sport growing up. I'm curious as to uh, how... The, the male friends around your universe, when you, uh, you you gave some examples there of their reaction before you started this organization, which prompted you to, well, what their response has been to the organization? Their response has been positive in the sense that now we're starting to see a lot more men come to our events to hear these women who some of them are athletes, some work um, in the front office, some of them are, you know, on the healthcare side working as sports massage therapists. I think like any fan, whether they're male or female, we generally want to know the stories behind who these people are, how they're contributing to sports. And it also shows men that, you know, women are contributing. They're doing the same job just as they are. And um, they just don't know who these women are. And we have an opportunity to educate and, and you know, engage them with these women. So we do see men come to our events. We do see men um, like, retweet and add to the conversations um, that we post on social media. So the the sentiment has been has really been really positive with men. Um, but I also think it shows them to some of the things that women said they were facing, some women. And I always say some because I do have colleagues who tell me, well, I, they feel very comfortable talking about sports and uh, they're very engaged in sports. But there is that other side, um, you know, another community of women who don't. Um, and I think when they share their feelings towards how they've been treated previously or the fact that some people still see and um, message sports as a, a man's world. Men can hear these conversations and, and really sit back and say, oh, like, I, you know, maybe I didn't know that or I didn't know it impacted someone in this way. So I think it's education all around. And I think it's good to have men at the table uh, when we're talking about diversity inclusion. They have to be a part of the conversation. Have you found that more women now have stepped forward and become involved with your organization that otherwise would not have felt that they had the right environment to because they were intimidated in it previously? Yes, I would say that. Our last event we held at uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, Canada. Um, some of the women that emailed me said, you know, I'm not really a, the biggest hockey fan and I've never been to this hockey museum, but I want to come. I want to hear these women's stories. I want to come because I've seen that your events are a safe space. They're interesting um, and I want to have a good time. So we are also tapping into that other, uh, you know, community of fans who may not 
be um, diehard football fans or diehard uh, hockey fans, but they do appreciate um, the contributions these women are making. They do appreciate the sport and they're starting to come out to the events too. Uh, there are some people, as I said, that email me and say, I'm not the biggest sports fan, but I, I do appreciate what you're doing to amplify these voices of these women. And I, I do, as I said, want to participate and, and be in this, this type of safe uh, space and come to this event. Are you hoping then from the from the activities that you organize that you'll encourage women to become involved with all aspects of sport, not just to be participating uh, in a sport uh, as an athlete, but involved in leadership roles and, and sports governance and the kind of things that where we need to see more visibility of women in sport? Yes, I totally agree with you. Uh, what we try to do, um, you know, whether we're featuring a, a vice president of growth and diversity for a league or um, a woman who started her own business at, our, at our, our, one of our events, we featured women in baseball. We featured a woman who is a mompreneur who completely started her own baseball organization because um, there was a lack of uh, baseball um, programs for her young daughter. She, you know, her young daughter didn't feel like she... Um, there was a baseball program for her and she didn't want to play with the boys. So her mom's created her own uh, baseball program and it's expanding across Canada now. And this woman, um, as I said, started her own initiative. We can introduce our community groups to women who are entrepreneurs, who are VPs, who are starting their own initiatives because there's a lack of these, these sporting programs. Um, we do um, try to align ourselves with organizations who have been doing sporting initiatives, who've been putting forth research um, there's an organization called Cause. They've been in Canada for a long time, and they, um, you know, definitely produce a lot of these research papers on some of the issues I talked about with, uh, you know, young girls dropping out of um, sport and um, issues around policies and and universities and them really um, getting into to making sure there's access for different um, types of sports at these uh, education facilities for for women. So yes, there is an opportunity for our platform to be that conduit to those type of issues and topics and, and these women who are in those spaces. Talk us through the kind of activities and events that you organize now, specifically what your focus is and if you change the focus, if you do specifically themed activities or geographically, give us a sense of where and, and what kind of themes that you are looking for and what kind of attendance you've been getting. Yeah, right now our, we're a Toronto-based organization, so our events are in Toronto. We've had um, people reach out to us online to do an event, you know, can you come to Vancouver in Canada or can you uh, come to the States, New Jersey? But we are at a point now where we are um, aligning ourselves with the right partners and organizations. And in the future, if we, we expand, we would love to do that as well. But right now we're in Toronto. We are, um, our events align with a theme. So our last event I mentioned was um, you know, women in hockey, um, hockey is her was our hashtag. We've had a baseball event where we featured different women working in different areas of baseball. Um, we've featured um, some women in, in, in basketball and we've, we've uh, featured women in sports broadcasting, uh, non-for-profit space in, in sports. So each of our events definitely has a theme and we like to have a theme so people know exactly what they're coming to hear, who they're going to meet, um, what topics we're going to tackle. Um, what I'm seeing now with the organization growing is larger organizations um, wanting to partner with us so that we can co-create a brand new event and an event that um, highlights the work that we're doing to champion the, the women in sports, give them a larger voice. 
but also to align with the values of that organization and how what they're doing in, in, in the diversity space. So that's what we're seeing with the, you know, with us being able to be successful at putting on these events is organizations wanting to partner with us on their initiatives. Um, and yeah, as I said, like we're open to aligning ourselves with, with other groups who are wanting to empower girls who want to, you know, raise some of the issues that I talked about with the, the barriers that women face in sport. So, you know, we're always, uh, I'm always looking at my email and my phone and, uh, you know, we definitely welcome and open the doors to organizations who want to continue to champion those issues. Now, as you mentioned, you're based in Toronto, so clearly Canada is your focus. How extensive do you think the organization could become? What what do you imagine the potential will be? Because you have grown considerably, haven't you, in the last few years? So we have. Now you're probably thinking that you could do more, and it, it or something different to what you started off doing. We have. We launched in 2016, grassroots organization. We definitely are seeing the growth, and I think it it is nice when um, larger companies or other companies want to partner with you. I think um, in this type of environment um, and because I feel like Shoes for Sports is part of a movement. We aren't the first. There are lots of uh, organizations doing a lot of great work. I, uh, Wisp, you know, yourself and Wisp and other organizations around the world doing great work. And it's it's just great that we can reach out to each other and, and partner. I think everybody's stronger together. Um, again, as I said, if, if opportunities uh, arise in the future to expand, to, to maybe take the show on the road, as they say, um, to do some interviews in some other countries and some other cities and really find these women and, and, and share their stories um, and how they're contributing in sport, we're open to doing that. Um, and uh, I just think with Shoes for Sports, opportunities are endless. I remember one of our, our first um, international interviews was with a woman who was a, a documentarist who came to Toronto because there was a, a Canadian sport film festival and one of her films was in the in this film festival. And uh, she went back to England. She's originally from England. We did a telephone interview with her for Shoes for Sports and it was just incredible because um, the work she was trying to do was really um, in Zanzibar and it was about, um, you know, getting the government to change their policy, their education policy, so that girls can play um, soccer um, in school. Because at, at that point, it was only boys that were allowed to do that. Fast forward five years later, you know, she had done, um, produced two documentaries highlighting this issue. And the government has changed um, their education policy. And now girls can play soccer in this part of um, the continent in Africa. And, you know, She's for Sports had an opportunity to share that story. You know, this was a global story. We share the issues. You know, barriers that women face to sport are not limited to North America. They're all around the world. You know, some people obviously um, will deem them as a, you know, a, a social issue. And it is um, when women have a lack of resources, lack of ability to really um, contribute to society in a healthy way. Um, and sports is, is, is definitely a part of that. And uh, if we can be that platform to share that type of story and that message, I think um, the, the opportunities are endless. And that's why I see Shoes for Sports more as a movement. And not just, you know, a, a, a social media platform that has just popped up. We're trying to build and grow and we're trying to, you know, really spread the message and, and really, as I said, be more aligned with a movement and align ourselves with um, other great, um, you know, people who are doing similar things. So what currently is on your agenda? 
Well, we just wrapped up a um, initiative with the Raptors 905. They're a D League or G League uh, basketball organization um, in Toronto. They're affiliated with the Raptors. We did a, a basketball event with them and it was Hoop Journeys. So we told the stories of men, um, one man <laughs> and three three women on the panel. And they were talking about their different um, you know challenges with getting into basketball um, on the marketing PR side, um, broadcasting, and then one woman who was a creative producer um, working on the advertising and media side. So it was great to hear their stories. Um, and next, we are um, maybe partnering, I can't say it, with a, uh, with an organization for a, uh, a Women's Day uh, event next month. Hasn't been finalized yet, but uh, stay tuned and look out on our our online social feeds uh, for more information. But that's the type of work we're doing. We're partnering with like-minded organizations to empower women and girls in sport. And um, that's what's coming up on the horizon right away. But, you know, towards the end of the year, as I said, stay tuned for, for more great events and more initiatives on, uh, on what we're about and what we're doing. Now, I'm guessing that all of this is pro bono, Anka, that is not financed in any way. How do you generate uh, any income at all to organize the And I'm glad you mentioned that <laughs> because I did talk about, you know, um, establishing your passion project or your organization. And in our case, it's grassroots, you know, and anybody that starts an organization has to fund, you know, that's definitely business 101. You have to fund and invest in your own product. Um, so right now we're not in a financial business model. Um, there are times when I may be asked to speak at different speaking events and there may be an honorarium, but we aren't uh, in a financial uh, model right now. But that's not to say that we won't be in the future. I think, you know, as businesses grow, that's just the evolution of a business. But again, we've just celebrated our third year this month and uh, we're looking forward to, you know, where else Shoes for Sports can go and then seeing it, um, seeing what else, it, you know, the organization can do and, and how it will evolve in the future. I'm really excited about it. Well, clearly this is a passion and you're putting the, the, the work, the groundwork into it to potentially be a, a much larger organization beyond your yes. So very exciting future, Anchor, and we're delighted to be partnering with you as an affiliate partner and to obviously uh, share uh, your, the, your work on our platform. So anytime that you have any developments, uh, of course, we would love to hear from you. Yes, I'd love to stay in touch and, and keep in touch with you guys. I think you're doing uh, you know great work to globally unite and, uh, you know, women in sports, but also to really um, give them that voice globally and, and hear what we're all, we're all doing and how we're contributing to this great industry of sport. Well, well I think we're all in it together and uh, together we're stronger, right? And, yes. Uh, the time rises for all of us. Yes. Well, is there any final message that you would like to give to our listeners here, Anchor, about your organization and, uh, and where we can find you? Yeah, we uh, love to engage with you. We, uh, you know, we hear a lot from our community on some of the issues that affect women in sport. We love to hear about other events, whether they're in Canada or around the world. We, you know, we can definitely share those, that content on our, our social feeds and, you know, stay tuned for our upcoming events and initiatives. We're on Twitter at She's for Sports, all one word. Um, we're on Facebook, same thing. Instagram, it's still She's for Sports. And check out our YouTube channel and, and, and meet and hear about some of these women that I, I mentioned um, and hear their stories and, you know, check out those video clips. Fabulous. Well, thank you very much indeed for that, Anchor. And I appreciate you taking the time to come on the program and the very best of luck with your organization. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Conversations from the world of women's sports. 
And thanks again to Anka. You can find links to her social media on our show notes at wispsports.com. Just look under the Listen tab for Transcending Sport. And whilst you're on the website, I hope you'll take a minute to check out some of the other content that we have here at Wisp Sports, from blogs to articles, videos, and of course, the podcasts. We cover all sports for all women around the world and all the issues that involve women in sport. If you have any comments or questions or any suggestions for topics even that you would think we should cover here at Wisp Sports, you can drop us a line to info at wispsports.com. We're on social media at Wisp Sports and always appreciate you following along and sharing to improve coverage of women in sport. Until the next time, thank you for listening and supporting women in sport everywhere. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.